Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, players? This is the Talk of Champions franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. It's an overreaction Monday edition of Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Old Miss Spirit on three. And inside the Rebels 247, I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. He's David Johnson at Rebels 247. Old Miss, of course, 6 0, following this dominating win over Vanderbilt on Saturday, 2 0 in the SEC. They opened as 13 and a half point favorites over Auburn. Surprising me, not surprising some others. I want to know what David thinks about that. And also, some tough injury news on this Monday morning. Michael Trigg broke his collarbone, according to Chuck Ronswell, my co-worker at the Ole Miss Spirit, and looks to be potentially out for the year. He's David Johnson. Hey, buddy. Yeah, yeah, tough luck. I hope Trigg uh, gets better and, uh, you know, he's pretty much going to hang it up for the rest of this year. But um, tough break right there. And um, wish him well. Certainly wish him well. Yeah, dominating uh second half for the rebels at Vanderbilt not so much the first half or at least the uh most of the first half you know it's here it's that it's that you know when you looked at this schedule back in August even before August you and I were talking about it we kind of knew Ole Miss was going to be six and oh we thought the Kentucky game would be a test it was Kentucky without Will Levis is not Kentucky. We saw that Saturday night, but it's here now. You've got six games left. You handled the first six like you should have. Now it's real. We can say we're surprised at the two-touchdown favorite over Auburn, uh, but I'm not really considering what's going on down on the Plains and how Georgia spanked them on Saturday. Um, This is still a dangerous Auburn team. Uh, you know, they could present a, a, a dangerous contest for Ole Miss. But I think Ole Miss wins this game on Saturday. And then, you know, you sit back and you go, do I know any more about this team than I knew when they were 4-0, 5-0, 6-0? 6-0. 6-0. I don't think so. I, I, I mean, I think Ole Miss is going to win this game, be 7-0, going to Baton Rouge, which is what I predicted they would do. And then you've got five games left with LSU, A&M, Alabama, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. You could win or lose any of those five. I mean, I mean that's the bottom line, and that's I think that's where we set this morning. Yeah, 6-0, first time since 1962, not counting, you know. NCAA We're going to count it, my God. Just because yeah. the NCAA says you have to vacate wins does not mean you have to acknowledge it. Because we saw it happen in 2014, Ole Miss won its first six games. So it's the second time since the 60s. Screw the NCAA. Why does Ole Miss have to have to add the caveat? I mean, what if Ole Miss just stood up and said, "We're not acknowledging this." To heck with the. I mean, to heck with the NCAA. 
what would they do? I mean, what what's they the do? repercussions of that? You know, is somebody going to come down and spake Kyle Campbell? <laughs> Langston's going to have to do a shame walk, you know, let, with, let, the, with the bell down the walk of champions or something. Well, let's issue that challenge this morning. All right, Ole Miss deny the NCAA. Just flat out deny them. Ole Miss is effectively Tennessee without the tenured quarterback. So everyone's all confident about Tennessee and thinking, oh, maybe Tennessee could upset Alabama this week. And you got Paul Feinbaum saying that rivalry, that historic rivalry, I don't know how historic it is, honestly, but Tennessee and Alabama, that rivalry renewed this weekend. They have Hendon Hooker. Jackson Dart showed out. Now had two bad throws, but showed out against Vanderbilt on Saturday. He's coming on. So why is there a difference in, oh, now that's a sleeper, college football playoff contender and yet Ole Miss at number nine in the country undefeated after six games it's like yeah well we still got to see some more I mean look Tennessee struggled with a bad Florida team right or let me just say an average Florida team barely beat them 38-33 in Knoxville it was impressive Saturday with them crushing LSU I mean they go down to Death Valley and it was a route from the get-go they blew out two MAC teams beat Pittsburgh in overtime. I mean, I I think you're about right. Could Tennessee beat Alabama Saturday? Yeah, they could. But Alabama's kind of hard to figure out because we've seen this Alabama before where they they play teams closer than what we all think they should, and then they just get up one Saturday morning and annihilate somebody. So that could happen too in Knoxville Saturday. Do you think this you know, Alabama team has that capability? No, I don't. But they could. They've got it in them. But but nevertheless, I mean, you know, we're all – look, a lot of us are projecting ahead to November 12th when 9-0 and Ole Miss meets 9-0 and Alabama. we got to get there first. And then Alabama's got to get there. You know, one of Alabama's obstacles happened Saturday in Knoxville. What the heck? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, A&M came within one terrible Jimbo Fisher play call of beating Alabama. Why in the world don't you just spread Alabama out on the two-yard line and try to run it in? Just try to run it in with this, instead of this hocus-pocus pass to the end zone without a quarterback. I, I, that I, was I'm one so of the worst – Attempts at a game-winning touchdown I've ever seen in a high-profile game. They threw it short of the goal line. You threw it to the one. Yeah, it was terrible. It was an absolute bad play call. I mean, I would have taken my chances. I would have spread them out and just said, look, find a hole. If you don't find a hole, we'll go home to College Station with a loss. You've got one of the best running backs in the country. Yeah, he was was trying to uh, catch Alabama sleeping, I suppose. We're all over the place this morning, but – yeah, Alabama-Tennessee. I'm going to be interested in that. That's that's going to be a fun one. It's a 2.30 game, CBS game. We'll catch the second half of that maybe. What did you think of the opening line? And do you think this is the week that Brian Harson does Ole Miss do it, put him out of his misery? It could happen, yes. Yeah. Yep. If Ole Miss wins this game big, I think Harson's out Sunday. I, I could see that happening. So is it a possibility? Yeah, it is. Well, for Ole Miss, since we're talking about where they kind of sit in the national picture, what is their best win so far? It's got to be Kentucky. They were the seventh-ranked team in the country coming in. They were Are you eating right now? Yeah, 
I got a biscuit. I got a biscuit and a cold this morning. That so, is uh, such a vibe right now with the changing weather. And I got my first runny nose this morning, eating a biscuit, wiping your yeah. nose and talking football. That's what talk of champion slash franchise player does. Kentucky is the most impressive win. Okay. Um, and we all know how it played out. You know, we were fortunate to get out of that one with a victory. Why? They made the winning plays. Why are they fortunate? They made the winning plays. Well, Kentucky ha had a chance to win it at the end. But that's the most impressive victory. I mean, you can't say Vanderbilt is because it's Vanderbilt. Alabama beat Vanderbilt 55-3. to You can't say Tulsa. The United States Naval Academy beat Tulsa 53-21 to Saturday, Ben. 53-21. to Eey. I yeah. didn't know that. Navy beat Tulsa 53 to 21. Now, Ugh. you know, who knows? Maybe Tulsa's whole offensive line was out, but that was the final score. So Kentucky, but then we find out without Will Levis, Kentucky is what, 17, 18 points worse than South Carolina in Lexington. South Carolina goes into Lexington and just throttles Kentucky. You know, out of the first six, do any stand out right now? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, Tulsa, Vandy, Kentucky. No. Georgia the State, second no. half of Vanderbilt is the closest we've come to seeing the Ole Miss team we thought we were going to get, and now Michael Trigg is out for the year. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I mean, I mean Trigg's contributions this year – outside of his three-touchdown game versus UCA, had been kind of limited. You know, what I'm saying is I don't know how much you're going to miss him from the offense moving ahead. But the first half against Vandy, at least the first 28 minutes of that game, was some of the worst we've seen of Ole Miss this year. Stick your finger in the air, and how do you feel on a Monday morning? What I come up with is, oh, my God, this schedule is about to get really, really tough, really tough. I'm happy about 6-0. and That's where I thought they would be. But there's six more to play, and it's going to be it's going to be an interesting ride to the finish. I get the point. I do, that Ole Miss doesn't have one effort that you point to and go, okay, that's Ole Miss. But they're 6-0, and and they've never really been threatened to lose. So if we just take the evidence for what it is, Ole Miss is a very good team with the ability to be better. We haven't seen a complete game. And, yes, there are things they can be better with, but I think they're going in and winning against Auburn. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see um, any kind of tempered expectations this morning. I don't feel that. If not for the late touchdown at Vandy, we, we all know the game we watched. Ole Miss did dominate in the second half. If not for the late touchdown, that game ends up 45-28. You feel a little different about it if it's not 52 to 28? No. <laughs> no. Just like I didn't even care that Vanderbilt scored late. But really, they shut him out. I know it doesn't count officially. They shut him out. I don't feel any different. I don't. And 13 and a half does feel very big for me as far as a line, an early line. I think that's going to be bet down a pretty good bit. But I don't know. I'm still good. I'm still good. I think Ole Miss is the number two team in the SEC West right now. Yeah. I'd put them there. I'd put them four overall in the SEC. I, I'd, I'd go Alabama, Georgia, 
Tennessee right now, and then Ole Miss. That's that's how I'd rank them. And I, I think I said that Saturday. Um, nothing's changed about that. Yeah, um, I mean, and the reason why you put Tennessee ahead of Ole Miss is, like we said, because of Hendon Hooker. That's it. Yeah, yeah I mean, Hooker's a great player. There's great player. no doubt about it. Great player. Um, is he the Heisman yeah, favorite I, right now? He probably is, to be honest with you. He could in, be in the it, SEC. Is Quinshawn Judkins the leader for SEC Freshman of the Year? For sure, I think he and Barry and Brown are uh, neck and neck for that honor. It's probably going to be kind of a voter's discretion on that as oh, to who wins. All those things work out that way. Look, so media types decide every year. Notre Dame's a top ten team. LSU's every in single uh, year. Every single year. Every single year. And, um, you know, they'll, they'll defend that. It's, it's like you stepped on their honor. But, you know, Notre Dame's playing and beating, and then the SEC stomps a mud hole in them in the BCS playoffs. But every year, Notre Dame, and it's because of where they start is where they finish. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's just a given, and it's voter bias. This all – look – same thing with USC right now. Look, they've got a great coach in Lincoln Riley. Great They're beating people in the Pac-12. They got a great quarterback. Are they the number six team in the nation? I think Alabama and Georgia would beat USC by four touchdowns. That's that. That's my opinion. Now I live in the South. Okay, I'm pro SEC. Uh, uh, you know, I've got biases as well, but that's my bias right there. Um, you know, but college football and college football's minds, they need a Pac-12 team to break into the BCS playoffs as they stand right now. And uh, USC is the hope right now that uh, they can get that done. I think it'll be a little bit better because of Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams being a surefire top five NFL draft pick whenever he's drafted. Jordan Addison was the Bolitnikoff award winner. It'll be Alabama versus Notre Dame without many TS. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's going to be. This is a good question for overreaction Monday. Would you take USC or Ole Miss as a college football playoff contender right now if you had to? Ole Miss. Really? Oh. I would take Ole Miss, even though we all know the first six games are suspect. That You know, it is what it is. Look, when they schedule – I just wrote this in a column. When they scheduled Georgia Tech how many years ago, we didn't know Georgia Tech wasn't going to be world beaters this year. Nothing you can do about your schedule, but play it and win the games. Ole Miss has done that. I'm going with SEC physicality. Ole Miss would win that game eight, nine points. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com slash TOC. 
code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, Ole Miss held at number nine in both the AP and coaches polls, top 25 polls. The coaches poll doesn't matter, so let's stick with the AP top 25. Ole Miss number nine. I'm going to give you the eight teams ahead of them. And obviously, Georgia now has moved up to number one. You're going to pick Georgia over Ole Miss. You're going to pick Alabama over Ole Miss right now. But let's go through the rest of them. You tell me, as far as college football playoff teams right now, if you pick Ole Miss over them. You ready? Yep. Oklahoma State at eight. Ole Miss has a mojo over the state of Oklahoma. Ole Miss, Oklahoma State in the Sugar Bowl, Ole Miss blows them out. Uh, Jeff Levy goes to Oklahoma. Everybody's blowing Oklahoma out. Um, uh-oh. <laughs> it, 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 it's, uh, well, it's true. 49-0. So 49-0, man. How far has Jeff Levy – has, you know, just the narrative about Jeff Levy and the Ole Miss connection changed since that first year when COVID hit yeah. and yeah. Lane was stuck in Florida? I think it's safe to say there was a little rub at times between Kiffin and Levy on the play calling. I mean, Matt Corral even said so. Look, Lane didn't get enough credit even when Levy was here as offensive coordinator. Yes. He did not get enough credit. Now, look, Brent Venables is a defensive-minded head coach at Oklahoma. He's not touching that offense. This is Levy's offense you're seeing at Oklahoma with the great transfer quarterback that Dylan Gabriel that he tried to bring in here to Ole Miss and then stole from Ole Miss and took to Oklahoma. Levy's getting all the credit for this. He deserves it all. You know, Oklahoma is just rather pedestrian this year. Uh, and another one of those teams, and getting back to media bias, they're always going to be in the top 10 to start the year. They were this year. You know, a lot of hype, a lot of uh, – I don't know what it is, man. Is it – does the Tulsa world have that much pull out? You know, I mean, it's not like Oklahoma's a hotbed for media activity. I've been to Oklahoma. I mean, there's not much there. It's Tulsa, OKC, and a lot of farmland, cows. It's just us yeah. old-ass media types making our same picks and uh, looking at the college football landscape like we used to. I mean, let's just say back in the old days of 2010, this whole landscape is different in 2022, and yet you're still making picks for Oklahoma. Of course, Oklahoma. Look at Oklahoma historically. They're top ten. Part of the problem is, you know, with, the, with making the picks in the preseason, it's a transfer portal, man. I mean, look, you don't know – how everything's going to fit together. You have no idea. Ole Miss was, you know, outside of USC, the, the, the top team in the portal in the offseason. And we can say now, how did all that pan out? We still don't know. We don't know. We're 6-0, and and we don't know how it's panned out with our own team because there's six games left to play. And I don't think you can really do a fair assessment of how bringing 17 transfer portals into the program has done until you know what they did. I get why they still do preseason rankings is to drum up interest, but you really need to drum up interest for college football 
Just wait till three games in and then rank them. Correct. I mean, it's absurd that a team can be one and two or something and still be ranked in the top 25 after three weeks. You're ranking – and, and I hate when, like, college football writers that do these rankings refuse to admit when they're wrong about a Notre Dame. They stick and stay stubborn to, oh, no, Notre Dame's going to be fine. That's why I ranked him here. I, I wasn't wrong. It's okay to say, hey, I was wrong. Those are the uh, three uh, least used words in, in the English language that should be used a lot. I am wrong or I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's fine. I don't know. I don't. But, I do know this. When I'm looking around at these uh, coaches like Brent Venerables, Tony Elliott at Virginia, let it be a word of warning. If Ole Miss ever does have to make another hire as a head football coach, don't go the long-time assistant route. Nope, it doesn't work. Nope. Listen, there's a reason the guy is a long-time assistant. And you can go, well, look at Arkansas and Sam Pittman. Look at Arkansas and Sam Pittman. Okay. Sam goes in there, hires great coordinators and a great staff of coaches, and he wins enough to, to get the Hogs excited. He's not going to win enough. They're not going to be very excited this year after this season is over. You know, how will the Sam Pittman experiment work out? But I get what you're saying. Look, if you've been an assistant coach for 30 years, you're either not that good of assistant coach or you turn down a head job at some point for some reason. And maybe you didn't want to be a head coach, but with the ungodly money they pay nowadays, you got to say yes, right? You got to take the opportunity. So I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And I think what you're saying is correct. I mean, look, I want a young whippersnapper like Lincoln Riley. I want uh, not necessarily young, but a whippersnapper a guy who's going to be on the edge like Lane Kiffin. That's that's what I want in a head coach. Don't bring me the defensive coordinator from freaking Texas Tech in here. Everybody's got career goals and career paths. I want a young coach who has set out to become a head coach and has proven himself as an assistant coach to get a shot and get a shot here. That's what yeah, I'm, I just, I'm not. A, if you're a program like an Ole Miss – top 15 program and Ole Miss is undoubtedly a top 15 program you don't need to take on the risk of a first-time coordinator I'm not saying if you're a school shouldn't hire a first-time coordinator but those schools should be the ones that are trying to take a step right they have to take on the risk if you're top 15 you don't have to do that Virginia needed to do that with Tony Elliott I totally get it you're trying to dip into the Clemson success pool but it's not like Dabo's coaching tree is great but I get why you go that way and try it. And if it doesn't work, you're still in the same spot. But if you're Ole Miss, if you're Arkansas, like Arkansas going to Sam Pittman, they didn't have to go to Sam Pittman. They could have pivoted after Lane Kiffin made it clear that he preferred Ole Miss to Arkansas and gone somewhere else, but they didn't. If they did have to make a hire, like, go get me the Kansas coach. That should be the floor. Week before the Sugar Bowl, if I were to ask you, who's the next head coach at Ole Miss after Lane leaves, you would have said Jeff Levy. Probably been pretty confident about that. Where would you say that is now? Oh, it's dead. From a percentage <laughs> it's dead. But it is a pretty remarkable thing to think about where Jeff Levy was positioned and where he is now. But if you look around at coaching candidates, whoever you think is the next Lane Kiffin, maybe you think that's Dion. I don't. Dion as a candidate at Ole Miss? I said no, not at Ole Miss. Oh, I'm just saying. No, no not at all. I do hear he and Eddie Robinson Jr. are going to uh, have a pay-per-view boxing match now. 
you're just that? you're just Eddie, not swag, David. You're Eddie, not swag. Eddie, Eddie Robinson Jr. goes up, shakes Dion's hand after the game, and then shoves him. He didn't like the bro <laughs> hug because Dion and swag, whatever that means. Yeah, well, what, whatever, whatever, whatever that. But means, Dave but. Clawson, you know Justin Wilcox. You don't have to go Tony Elliott. You don't have to go Brent Venables. The fact that Oklahoma and Brent Venables, I mean, that was a coveted head coaching candidate. I get it. What are they thinking at Oklahoma? They're about to come into the SEC, and they can't win Big 12 games. What are they thinking? They should have done everything under the sun to hire Mark Stoops. Yeah, yeah, they should They should have. You're right. You're right. And uh, they didn't do that. And, and, and when is Mark Stoops going to leave Kentucky? I don't think he's going to I mean, unless it's Alabama. He's getting into territory now where, you know, he's not. He's been in Lexington a long time. The only one, the only coordinator turned head coach that I would still buy high on and buy their stock is Dan Lanning at Oregon. But see, if you're yeah. Ole Miss, that's what you do now. Lane Kiffin leaves. You're not turning around and hiring the next Brent Venerables or Tony Elliott, whoever. You're first talking to Dan Lanning at Oregon because I don't care about how much money Oregon has. That's one of the first names you talk to. Dave Aranda. You talk to Dave Aranda. Dave's going to win wherever he's at. I love Dave Aranda. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. Your Ole Miss baseball rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car. Well, the only place to buy a car in Oxford, Mississippi is Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They'll get you in the car you want at a price point that you can afford. Give them a call today, 662-234-8000. Ask Brian or Mason to tell them to Talk of Champions sent you because now Talk of Champions actually makes sense. Ole Miss Baseball won a national championship and they'll get you in your dream car with your Ole Miss Omaha Magnet planted right there on the driver's side door. They're located at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Contact them today, 662-234-8000. That's Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford, a proud sponsor of the national champion. Talk of Champions podcast. 
BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Talk of Champions is also brought to you in part by my bookie. You know football, and you pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at my bookie? Bet single-game spreads, money lines, or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. Low contest entry fees and over half a million to be won make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have fun. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, to get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. MyBookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. We were way off course. We are way off course. So back to the original topic. Top 25 teams, David, currently ranked ahead of Ole Miss that you would take as potential college football playoff teams over Ole Miss. This is the toughest one. Number six, Tennessee. It is tough. That That is a tough one. It would depend on where the game is. And I know Ole Miss went up there and beat them in Knoxville last year with Matt Corral, but it was with Matt Corral. Um, advantage, quarterback, Tennessee, it, it would be close. And I may feel different after Saturday plays out. It would be close, but I'd go with Tennessee right now. I think Tennessee would even probably be about a three-point favorite in Oxford right now. After Tennessee is Michigan? Yeah, Ole Miss. Ole Miss beats Michigan. Uh, forget the old Mazda Gator Bowl. The last time we played Michigan when Michigan had a weight room and Ole Miss really didn't, you know, that kind of deal. All right, Clemson. Oh, Clemson's at four. Yeah. Ole Miss or Clemson right now? Oh, oh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss would beat Clemson by three touchdowns right now. I'm telling you right now, Ole Miss would beat Clemson by three touchdowns. Ohio State. <sighs> That's a tough one. They can match the physicality. Uh, they've got skilled players. I'll probably go with Ohio State in a close one. So Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and Tennessee – are the only teams you would pick over Ole Miss, teams that are currently ranked higher than AP Top 25. That means that Ole Miss right now is a fringe college football playoff contender, so why do we open feeling all sad? On the fence, if you will. Because of the six teams you've played, because of the five of the six you still have to play. And uh, that's why you're kind of on the fence. Man, times have changed at Ole Miss. If you're only picking four teams right now in the country – that over Ole Miss as far as a head-to-head matchup, and you're still we're still talking on a Monday when Ole Miss is undefeated with Auburn coming up, knowing that Auburn's just going to beat Auburn. I mean, Ole Miss is just going to beat Auburn. Like, that is a normal thing. None of this is normal. It's awesome. That, that says something about the place you're in, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's awesome. Because, look, Ole Miss could win every one of the games it has left on its schedule. Outside of this one Saturday, I, I think Ole Miss is a lock on Saturday. The final five, look, 
let's be honest, they could go either way, and we all know it could happen that way. Um, what's likely to happen? I'm still sticking to my 10 and 2 prediction. I think this team can get to 10 wins, which sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. You got to back out a little bit and remember the losses of personnel this team sustained after last year's Sugar Bowl season. Winning 10 would be one hell of an accomplishment. And, you know, part of me, and I told you I woke up this morning a little a little concerned about the rest of the schedule, but I also woke up this morning feeling dangerous. And it was kind of weird knowing the baseball team won it all. It just seems like a natural progression that eventually the football team is going to win it all again. And could it happen this year? I, uh, yeah, sure. It could. If Jackson Dart throws for 448 yards every week. Yeah. Do we have elite Alabama-level talent throughout the roster right now? No. Close, but we're not that 14-0 and elite-level Alabama team yet. So you feel like you're going to get a bump and bruise or two in the SEC schedule. But with the way games have played out this year, who knows? You know, Texas A&M, one play away from knocking off Alabama. It's kind of wide open with, I think, Alabama and Ole Miss out front right now in the West. I'll leave you with this. We know that Casey Kelly is going to start, but how does Kyron Heath factor in? Because he had a great preseason. That's I mean, he was the talk of August. Yeah, he's going to factor in more, I think. Uh, I think he has to, you know. Um, you know, we all know what Casey Kelly does well. He's generally got sure hands on short routes, uh, sometimes can – get open down the field, and he's a good blocker. Kyron Heath has uh, the athleticism to be able to stretch the field as a tight end. And, uh, you know, we'll see how, you know, what Lane Kiffin wants to do to incorporate him. He's an unknown to everybody else on your schedule right now. So there may be a game or two where you pop him in there and he comes up big. You're starting to see the depth at receiver emerge, okay? Malik Heath has proved himself. Now Jordan Watkins has proven himself. We already knew what we had in Jonathan Mingo. He showed out on Saturday. Come on, Jalen Robinson. Come on yeah. now. We need you to get involved. Uh, and then from a tight end perspective, you've got the vet in Casey Kelly. Um, you know, you can work Kyron Heath in. You can. And maybe pop him for a few big plays along the way. It's another edition of Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Old Miss Spirit on three and inside the Rebels 247. He's David Johnson at Rebels 247. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. Lane Kiffin will speak to the media later today, so you can get full coverage of that on our side of the Old Miss Spirit and on David's at Inside the Rebels. Thank you, my friend. We'll do it again. Overreaction Monday. I think we overreacted a little bit there. Good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.